I want to inspire other people to push past the things that they've gone through in life. Um, you have the power to choose. You have that power to choose. You just have to want to know where you want to go and where you want to hone in your energy in order to do so. That was from my conversation exploring the walk of life with founder and CEO of Boss Class Global Online University, Dr. Yasin Hall. Through Boss Online University, Dr. Hall offers an array of course offerings that guide students through setting up their own online business selling goods on major sites like Amazon and eBay. Dr. Hall is also an advocate for mental health and has worked to promote and educate society about the needs around mental health. Dr. Hall is an incredibly generous and warm person who I am humbled to have on the show. As always, thank you to Misha Zarens for the music in today's show. Welcome to the Walk Show Podcast, Dr. Yasin Hall. How are you doing this evening? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, so Dr. Hall, you have um, accomplished quite a few things. You're, you're an author uh, and you're also a CEO of um, a company um, that helps people sell things uh, online, not just at Amazon, but eBay and other online retailers, the Boss Online University or the Boss Class. So I wanted to start there, actually. Um, can you talk? I mean, I know I kind of just summarized it very, very briefly, but can you talk about what the Boss Class is all about? Absolutely. It is an online university that I was inspired by my daughter, who is autistic. I created the classes for her um, after I gifted her store for her 15th birthday, after the doctors told me she'll never be able to learn, she'll never be able to go to college. And I saw that what Amazon had done for me, and I decided to gift to her store and that is how the classes started. I, we, we learned that she was a visual learner, so I recorded every single step to do so she can manage her store. And we also learned that her attention span was anywhere from two to three minutes. So all of the lessons are about two to three minutes. And after she had actually was successful, and at the age of 17, she was able to purchase her own five-bedroom home cash from her profits. Wow. I said, wow, I must, I'm onto something. And immediately I thought of our community. And I said, there's so many people that could benefit in the way that she benefited, you know? Yeah. And if I could take the time to teach a child that was nonverbal for 14 years how to run successfully run her store and successfully have hope for a future and be a successful member of society. I can do this for so many other people, you know, mm. and I pretty much um, made a plan, a blueprint of how I learned. So it's the same methodology of how I learned the same methodology that I taught her. And here we now have over 10,000 students that are part of the boss class university teaching different methods of selling online, not just Amazon, but Walmart, um, Shopify, Facebook, um, eBay. And, you know, we believe in multiple streams of e-commerce of e-commerce of income. Yes. Yeah. No, that's really cool. And you'll have to forgive my ignorance, but you know, when I, when I think about selling online, certainly like you just mentioned Facebook marketplace and, and I kind of like, Oh, I had an aha moment. Like, Oh, right. That's a thing. I know mm -hmm. I've bought stuff there. Um, yeah, like a Facebook marketplace, eBay, Craigslist, but things that are like, for lack of a better way to say, kind of branded that like, this is a place for individuals yeah. to sell things. Etsy, right? Yeah. Um, but so, 
and I, I've heard people talk about selling things on Amazon, but I honestly don't really have any idea <laughs> what that looks like. Like, so what does that look like? Because you don't work for Amazon or something. No, we are third-party sellers, third-party contract sellers of Amazon. And a lot of people don't know that 85% of the products that you purchase from Amazon come from sellers like myself. Wow. So it's not necessarily coming. It comes in Amazon's box, but yeah. it doesn't necessarily come from or source from Amazon. Amazon do have their own proprietary um, soft, uh, products such as Fire Stick and stuff like that. But for the most part, majority of their products come from either small businesses or major corporations that are essentially third-party individuals that are supplying Amazon's customer base with products. So is, and again, I might just be way off base here, but is it, is it that like in a traditional retailer relationship, the retailer is purchasing things from a wholesaler at some discount to then sell, but they own that inventory. And in this example, Amazon isn't actually purchasing anything. They're just yeah. providing the marketplace. Is that exactly, the exactly. So I, I, like I tell my students, think of Rodeo Drive. That's one of the most elaborate and most expensive, um, boutique areas in California, mm. right? Everybody wants to sell on a Rodeo Drive, but not everybody could afford to sell on Rodeo Drive, right? Right. So in this aspect, Amazon is our Rodeo Drive. Mm. And we have individual stores that are selling and sourcing the products that aren't individual on, on Rodeo Drive. So it's I not see. necessarily like we don't have to pay lease. <laughs> We're just giving those stores who already have the lease <laughs> the yeah. products in which to sell at some fees. So that is basically how Amazon works. Uh, we're just the we're the we're the wholesaler. We're the manufacturers. We're the brands. We're the ones that are supplying the inventory that Amazon needs for its customers. Huh, that's so interesting. So I, I'm curious. I mean, obviously, this is not something you just started a year ago or something. Oh, so <laughs> no, seventeen years. Yeah, that's what. I, yeah. So how, I mean, seventeen years ago. The internet, I mean, obviously the internet was around and clearly Amazon was around, but not in the way that it is today. No, I sold books. Amazon, of course, started with books. Okay. So I lived in a college town, so I would buy the books back from the students and resell them on Amazon. And that's how I started off on Amazon. And then around 2000, between 2006 and 2009, my life took a turn where I was getting a divorce and it was a really nasty, bitter, four-year-long divorce that pretty much ultimately left me homeless. Wow. And in that period of time, while I was trying to find and rebuild myself from the, the divorce, um, my son was shot five times in the back. And then my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. And my mom passed away. And then my father had a heart attack and died. And then my grandmother passed away. So in between that time, Amazon has sent me an invitation to sell other things on their platform. But because of my life was in between mourning, I didn't see it. Until my right. back was against the wall, alimony wasn't coming in, child support wasn't coming in, nothing. I could not work. My mind was just not there. I mean, that's three family members that are very close to me that I had to grieve for individually. It's like I felt like I couldn't catch my breath at all. Wow. And I couldn't control my emotions from sadness and hurt. And it was like one hurt after the next. And then when it's your own child, that's a whole nother level of hurt in amongst the other, you know, I just felt like life was just knocking me down. I literally felt like I was about to get TKO'd. And um, I only had $197 to my name and 
because of my children dynamics, my oldest son is living with bipolar. My second son was going through depression, childhood depression during the divorce. And then my last two children have autism. So needless to say, corporate America was not something that I could even entertain. Because right. the minute I got to work, I'll get a call, come and talk to your child, you know, right. uh, I need you in the classroom. I need you to calm them down. They're really, you know, they're having a bad day. So my life was pretty much Monday through Friday in the classroom as a class mom for one of my kids. And then, of course, be the mom on the outside, you know, after school and on the weekends. So working outside of the home just is was not feasible for the type of needs my children needed. And here it is. I'm only down to my last hundred and I said, which I borrowed and my lights were going to get cut. And mm. I said, you know what? In that moment of, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I remembered the email. I remembered that this email from Amazon, which I was already selling on, but I, now I moved. I was no longer in this college town to get these books. And I remember that they sent me an invitation and I responded to the invitation. And the next day they were helping me you know, upload. And I had found these leggings back then that were like 50 cents and they were selling for $12.99. And that's how I got a comeback. Mm. Yeah. That's how my life started over. And, you know, it's just been an amazing ride to see the changes with Amazon and being able to see from the beginning, because, you know, now we're Windows interface, but before it was DOS, we had to upload every single thing. From oh, the- wow. <laughs> Yeah. So I've seen a lot of, and then plus I was also, I'm also a beta tester for Amazon platform too. So I see a lot of the changes that are going on that a lot of people don't see until it hits the interface and then the consumer uses it. Of course, the sellers as well use it. So I kind of have that in, in that backdoor experience from before to now to know how Amazon methodology thinks and what the system needs. Um, my program center is not around, you know, getting you wealth, but more of a sense of learning to earn the life that you dream. Because everyone has different dreams. Everyone has different, you know, different goals that they want to accomplish. And we teach them tiny goals at a time. And mm. start small and then grow into something big with the tools that we offer. Yeah, well, and I mean, obviously there's, you know, the potential for tremendous um, financial gain. But outside of just the the you know the, the higher dollar amounts that a person might be able to to earn through this, mm-hmm. what, what do you think some of the other advantages are of of this kind of business or work? It it it, it helps you to grow as an individual. It really mm-hmm. does. Um, you know, we all. I, I I would like to think that we all have a purpose of owning something in mm-hmm. our lives, whether it's a home or a car or our own business. We all want that sense of ownership of something to show that we have done something in our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, we all seek for that, whatever it is, whatever it looks like, whether it's just write a book or whatever it is, we all seek for that greater knowledge of knowing that we had a purpose in life. And when you own a store and you birth that from the beginning and you get your first dollar from that, that's a special adrenaline rush to know that, wow, you know, something that curated from somebody's mind, my vision of helping another person. And here it is, this person within less than a week, I've probably made about $2,000 in profit. You know, that's hope. We have just given a sense of hope of something of, of making that person or helping that person feel important, feel valued, feel, you know, feel accomplished in something that they could call their own and say, I did this. Mm. You know, and for yeah. us, that is that is our joy. 
is seeing, you know, it, it, the end run when we see the whole year, we see them buying homes for the first time, cars. Some of them are like 60, 70, taking a vacation for the very first time because they can afford it. Those are the ultimate joys. But to me, watching them take the first step and said, you know, I've never saw it, sold anything online before. Some of them are just purchasing computers for the very first time, buying a printer, and then to see them manifest that into their business mm. and running their business and seeing them show up for them on the on the Zooms and show up for them and ask the questions, that, that tells us that, you know, we have the power to change lives in our school. And yeah. that, for us, that's what it's about. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, this is a kind of back to the mechanics of it, but so how does the, how does like the shipping and distribution work? I mean, because I, I would assume you're not maintaining the inventory of the things you sell at your own home, right? We can do both. <laughs> okay. Can do both. Mm -hmm. So Amazon offers us the, a, a bit of availability to send it onto their warehouse and then they ship it, handle the customer service reps and everything. And that's your prime. That's I what see. you pay for in your prime. We can also do it as seller fulfilled, where we can ship it for our warehouses or our homes and directly to the customer. And then I we see. can store the products on our own if we choose to go that route. There are choices. It all just depends on what is comfortable for you. Amazon has their own built-in shipping, shipping session, so you can print the label directly in Amazon's platform. You get discounted rates for shipping. You get the tracking is there. Um, it's kind of like, it's really easy because the customers get the, the tracking number immediately because it's done inside of Amazon's platform mm -hmm. and they get to see the whole way. And it still falls under the Amazon's um, guarantee, A to Z guarantee, where if the customer isn't satisfied, they will also get their money back and the same privileges as Prime. The only difference is it's coming from a third party seller outside of Prime. And I'm sure people have seen that before when you purchase something, it says three to five versus two day. Then you yeah. know you're getting it from an outside source. Yes. I see. I mm -hmm. see. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so, you know, you mentioned the other retailers. And again, like I mentioned, you know, eBay. And I don't even know if Craigslist is still a thing. Yeah, I feel, <laughs> yeah, I feel it's probably a really dated reference on yeah. my part. But, but well, so I'm curious. I mean, is it, is, are, are the other platforms comparable to Amazon directly or is Amazon yes. the most robust or? Yes. So you have to know your client base of each platform and that's what we teach our students. Mm. Uh, we have customers that only want to shop on Amazon. They don't want to go to Walmart. We have Walmart customers who like the Walmart service and, and grew up in Walmart, no Walmart. Not, and, and usually Walmart is usually your older demographic because Walmart has been around forever. So they've built that trust with Walmart, you know? Right. Um, eBay is known as the bidding or the auction site. However, it's also the site for where you want to buy stuff in bulk. More so than Amazon. So you may find a product that is only offering maybe two to three quantity on Amazon. And Walmart probably don't have it at all because it's not something that Walmart's customers are only looking for. I but see. then you go to eBay, you may find a hundred quantity of it, which is what you really wanted at a bulk rate. So you just have to know your customers and the products that the customers on each platform are looking for. And we teach them in our courses. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So then do, do, do people who are going through your course, would they, do they set up like a separate landing page or website or anything? Or is it all no, through these platforms? All of these platforms have their own website. No outside websites needed. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, it just, it sounds like it's just a, a really great opportunity for someone that maybe doesn't have 
um, you know, a college degree. And certainly it would be a good yeah. opportunity for those people too, but but you don't have to have a deep technical background. No. You don't have to have you don't even access have to, have to have computer knowledge. You just have to know how to operate Zoom. And, and <laughs> <laughs> so you can Which we all learned now. That's right. <laughs> and, um, and because we're there, we're there and it's, and it's literally step-by-step -step process for every single process that we have. So it's just a matter of going, logging into your account for your, your school, the school, and then just watching the videos and doing what the videos say and then follow the directions of Amazon and abide by their policies and procedures, which we also teach as well. through your website something i noticed in a lot of the different photos was that there were there were featured in most of the photos were, were prominently women and yes. it seems like like you're really empowering women through your business as yes. well can you talk about that a bit yes so we can we have all students we have students sure sure races and, and men of course or men are aces um, because they have wonderful wives that go shopping for them. <laughs> My target demographic is um, is women because a lot of the women who come who come into our course can relate to my struggles. You know, mm -hmm. um, not only am I a mother of four special needs children, I'm also a survivor of domestic abuse. I'm a survivor of you know of rape. I'm a survivor of life mental health disorders. Um, life for me wasn't easy. I'm a daughter of a paranoid schizophrenic mother. So they can relate to if I could do it and I've been through so much, you know, I'm an inspiration to them that they can do it too. And they may, my grandmother teases me and she says, you have been through what a tribe, an entire tribe of women have been through in just one, one lifetime. Yeah. So, you know, where a woman may, may come to me because she has been domestically abused and want to start over I'm an inspiration to her to start over, you know, or if somebody was molested or child abuse as a child and now that is weighing on them and causing them to not move forward, they will come to me and go, you know, how did you cope? How did you do it? Um, help me, you know, and I'm like, no problem, because I, I went through all those struggles alone. I didn't have sisters, sis, you know, I have siblings, um, my mom and dad died, my grandmother died right after that. So, I pretty much had to cope, learn coping mechanism on my own before I couldn't do it anymore and then seek help in order to do it. Once my children, you know, became the different diagnosis, it's it's hard to parent four children four different ways without guidance. It is, it's impossible. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's probably true. Even if, even if they don't have the special needs there too, right? Yes. Just that, it's that size hard. of family. Yes. <laughs> it's hard. And, you know, things didn't go out well. And, you know, a lot of women can relate to having to go through a rough divorce mm. where, you know, things just didn't didn't end up the way you thought. You know, I thought this would have been an easy divorce. 
um, and it wasn't. And just getting through that alone is an inspiration to other people, you know? And I just look at myself as the type of person that I want to inspire other people to push past the things that they've gone through in life. Um, you have the power to choose. You have that power to choose. You just have to want to know where you want to go and where you want to hone in your energy in order to do so. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that I've, uh, you know, definitely um, through this show, I've talked to a variety of different coaches and psychologists and work with a life coach myself. And it, what you just said is so true. Like, it, it, it can feel, I think, like, you know, we've passed the point of no return or there's no coming back from this. But it really, it doesn't take knowing how <laughs> and it doesn't take knowing when. It just takes believing that it could be different. Yes, you have to um, believe that. You know, if you have that, that then you're, you've got your starter kit and then you can yeah. find someone like Dr. Hall and she'll walk. <laughs> I've never <laughs> been that person to say, why is this happening? Yeah. I've always been the person as how can I get through this? Right. You know, I've got to get past this. And right. my children have always been my, my, I guess we say dangling carrot <laughs> um, yeah. to, to keep pushing because I am all they have. Right. So if I give up on me, then I've given up on them. And is it, yeah, I know what a hard life looks like. Do I want right. that for them? No. Right. Um, do I want them to go through life and have their own journeys of, you know, survival and skills? Absolutely. But I, and now I know that my children have the tools in order to succeed and they can cope better than I did. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, and so something else you touched on, you know, you like I mentioned at the very beginning, you're an author um, or award-winning author, I should say. In one of your books, Journey Untold, Twisted Love, My Mother's Struggle with Mental Illness, and, and you kind of had referenced that a, a moment ago. I, and, and because of that, I understand that now you, you spend a lot of time, you know, obviously the boss class is, is your, your business now, in addition, I'm sure, to retailing <laughs> businesses you do as well. Yes. Um, but then outside of that work, you also spend a lot of other time dedicating work to try and helping yes. to advocate for mental health. Can you yes. talk about your work in that space? Absolutely. Um, the whole, this whole thing started because of the book. Like I didn't have, you know, Amazon wasn't as successful. It was successful enough for me to get my children to where they need to be, but it wasn't as successful as it is now. Um, I was holding in a lot of the things that had happened to me in my past and I didn't realize that that was holding me back. Mm. And because of the stigma of growing up, I didn't. I was deprived of a childhood. I mm. didn't have sleepovers. I wasn't allowed to play in the park. I was bullied for no other reason than my mom was different. And nobody kind of understood what my mom was going through. And when you live in a small community of 10,000 people on an island that everybody knows everybody, it makes it even harder because my mom stood out. She was the only woman in her de in her era to walk the streets. So she was visual around, you know, around the neighborhood. And that affected me. It affected me. I felt robbed. I felt like, I, you know, my friends, I saw my friends' moms treat them different from my mom treated me. And I, I was confused. I was confused a lot of, because there was nobody there to teach us. There was no education. There was no help. And I often spent a lot of time wondering, would my life have been different if, my mom was given the necessity of help. And it wasn't until my son, my firstborn needed help and I had to move that I realized that, oh, this is what this is. Mm. This is a mental health disorder. And learning that he is a productive member despite his bipolar, 
that I know now that if my mom had gotten the help, she could have been a better mom. I could have been in a better situation. But we can't live in the what ifs, but we can be the beacon for change. And nobody in the Virgin Islands have ever spoken about mental illness before. As a matter of fact, they were, the word didn't even exist. They just said she was crazy or demonic. That was it. Nobody viewed it as a mental health disorder, an illness, nothing. That was just not even in their thought process. And this was some 30, this is 32 years of my life. Right. And it was still that way. And um, when we finally connected on Facebook, a lot of the community was asking me, and, and that was another thing. I didn't have an identity growing up. Mm. My name was not Yasin growing up. It was, you were the crazy lady's daughter ah. everywhere. Like nobody saw me as an individual entity outside of her. Wow. And even as an adult, here it is now I'm coming on Facebook and people are remembering me from my childhood years and instead of asking me about anything, their response was, oh, I, I always wondered what happened to you. What do you mean what happened to me? <laughs> you know? Right. And instead of being um, defensive about it, I said, you know what? This is something that people are interested in. They want to know what happened. They want to know what happened to her. Um, maybe they have family members that look similar to it that are still going through it, and they don't know what that was. So I broke down and I finally wrote the book from my perspective as a child uh, of what it looked like, what it felt like, um, what she was going through, what I've been through with her, with it, how the community impacted in my mental health and my emotional. And when I wrote the book, um, my intentions was I wrote it for women, not realizing that this story eventually would turn in and manifest into itself of helping youths. Mm. It was written from three-year-old all the way up to 21. So it's a story of this three-year-old that went through all of this with her mother, but ultimately made it, you know, despite it. And when I went back to the Virgin Islands to share the book and do the the grand opening, you know, the book signing and the launching of the book, I was invited for the first time. I've never spoke publicly before ever. And I went back to my alma mater of middle school where the incident happened when my mom tried to take my life. And I'd never been back into the school. Wow. And I I spoke to the kids there for the very first time. And I realized in that moment, these children were where I was still. Yeah. Not getting any help. They're dealing with the same problems. And there was no services available for them. And I knew that if I had gotten help at a younger child, I would have been able to deal with a lot of the incidents that I went through as an adult. Mm. So that's when I made it my mission to help the youths because we've got to start somewhere. And I passed two legislative laws because of the book and because of speaking out in the public and encouraging. Now the word mental health is being used. We have a facility being built. We have funding coming in for mental and it's still a lot to do, but it's a start. Yeah. Start. Wow. And we have counselors now specifically for children's mental health, where we only had them for academic before. Every year, every first responder and educators have to get mental health training. So it's a start. The conversation has started. Um, there's more work to be done, but it's a start. And I'm extremely grateful. Yeah. yeah, no, that's that's so awesome. And I think that you know, something that you said that 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 jumped out at me that I think um is easy to to not realize anyway what i'm trying to get to is that when you said that that the idea of mental health 
it's not even that it was something that the, the, the population there was being dismissive of. It's just not even a concept that they're thinking of. Right. And I think that, that it's, I think that that idea, that idea that there are some concepts that for some people, it's not that they don't care. Right. It's just that they don't they even don't understand that to be a, a, a reality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and so I think that that's, you know, I just, I think it's so important to continue to promote mental health and talk about it for exactly that reason. And obviously we want to eliminate the stigma for people who do know about it, but think yes. that it means that you're sick. And I mean, right. it could mean that, but it could also just mean that you need a little help, which all of us exactly. typically exactly. do. Um, wow. Well, that's a, that, that is so incredible to hear uh, all the work that you've done there. That, that, that's just awesome. So I, I wanted to jump also, um, you know, you've got, you've got a website, you've seen um, and there's links to that, to your Facebook, your Instagram, your YouTube. I went to your YouTube channel and I was really impressed by, you've got some, some really long videos. And, and when I say long, I, I, the reason I say that is because they're very content dense. Yes. Right? Like a lot of, I, I've talked to a lot of folks and they'll, they'll have maybe one or two minute videos and those can be really valuable too, but you're just getting little quick hits of information. But these are like, full chapters of stuff yes yeah, right <laughs> yeah yeah can you can you talk about about what people can expect to find on your youtube channel so um i started this thing called amazon basics which mm. is basically breaking amazon down on the methodology behind the algorithm um down i specifically did it for our community and when i say our community i mean the black community so our community is not introduced to a lot of things and there's a lot of fear in our mm -hmm. community, rightfully so. You know, it's something that was inherited from our generations behind us. So it's still in us. Um, and when you look on YouTube, there's not a whole lot of us giving information. And we're a community that we need to know mm. because of what has happened in our past and what we see in the future. And there's not much of a dispersity, right? Right. And in order for us as a community to learn, We've got to be given the information that I know that it's available and it's there and it's concrete and it's truthful and it's authentic. And, and it's, then there's no selling catch to it. Somebody, it, the only, our community is the type of community that don't feel that we as a community share information. Mm. That, that's, our, that's what holds us back. And mm. we know it, but we don't know better. And my philosophy is if you know better, you do better. So because I know that this is how our community is, I think it's only right that somebody that looks like them are giving them information with nothing in return. Right. Because right. We've, we've got to build that trust back in our community of not everyone wants to take from you. Not everyone wants to do bad by you. We've got to start little by little in, installing humanity. That right. there's good people in the world, regardless of race, color, or demographic. There are good. And the good starts, I think the good starts with me sharing information. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think that I love, I love encountering people like yourself who, who use the internet to spread positivity because there is so much obvious <laughs> oh, negativity <gosh>. everywhere. That <laughs> um, oh, sometimes it's just overwhelming. Um, and yeah, to just to, to have someone putting out content that's just for the sake of helping is just just awesome. So if someone is listening and they're interested in, in thinking, well, maybe I would like to sell on Amazon. Again, you've got your website, yasinhall.com. What does it look like if someone wants to get started working with you or, or learning from you? 
Well, I do offer free services first, um, mm -hmm. again, with no intentions of whatever, you know. Um, first thing is you have to develop a business structure. We offer that, you know, so that because I want to make sure that we are doing it correctly. Mm. And so many of us have opened businesses and had to pay thousands to do it over again because it wasn't done properly the first time because, again, we're not taught. Right. And um, I also encourage them and I actually walk women through every single week how to open their own Amazon store and start their, their, their business of ownership. And this is also a free service. And then on Wednesdays, I also offer a free, this is the blueprint to Amazon and see if this is something that you even want to go into. Because mm -hmm. I think if we know the beginning to the end, we can form a better observation, a better decision if this is something for you. That mm -hmm. way you're not just jumping into it because it's a fad or because I said that it's good. You have the whole window. You have the whole picture of what it looks like. It's up to you to ask yourself, is this something that I have time to do? Is this something I want to do? Is this something I have the funds to do? Should this be something that I should save up money to do? You have the decision. I also encourage everyone to go online and compare. Compare our classes, compare what we're doing to somebody else. Don't just take it because you manifest what I manifest or your life looks like what I'm, and I'm sound like I'm selling you something because I'm the worst salesperson ever. Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> That's just not me. You know, who goes into Best Buy and go, you know what? If you try Circuit City out first. <laughs> Circuit City probably would have liked that because they, <laughs> they had to shut down. So. <laughs> so, but I'm not one. I'd be like, you know what? Go out there and see, because, you know, I believe yeah. in you learning from how you learn. Right. You know, first and see if that's something you want to do. But in the meantime, let me get you started. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I again, I'm just, I'm just blown away by your generosity with that. And I don't say that in a, to, to flatter you. I just, it reminds me, I watched a, I went, I go to podcast conferences, of course, as a podcaster. <laughs> um, and, and I remember a keynote speaker one time talking about how, people think when they have content that like, well, I have to protect it and I can only sell it because if I give any of it away for free, then I'll be taken advantage of. And he was like, if your content is, is good content, like you can give it away for P free and people will still come back and pay you for it. Yes. The <laughs> same now, content that you gave for free. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, but it's because of what you just talked about though. It's because now people actually trust it and they believe in it and it's not something that they're being tricked into and it's not something that they signed on the dotted line and the next morning they're going oh i'm not ready or i didn't think everything through right. and so it's there's a there's an honesty to it that is not not common in the modern <laughs> yeah. world unfortunately not at all i get that all the time they were like so what's the catch i'm like you earning money <laughs> that's it <laughs> you know like it's a hard sell that i think that's a harder sell let it in right <laughs> yeah yeah if you could have no, a yeah, downside really... <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you'll also stub your toe every friday from now on they're like okay now it makes sense there's a right. trade-off here right? right um well dr hall i am uh, beyond humbled to have the opportunity to talk uh, to you and, and to hear your stories and, and your insights. Um, again, like I, I mentioned, your website is youseenhall.com. I'll have um, the link in the show notes for that for people to click directly on it. Um, anywhere else that you'd like to direct people to contact you? Um, they can visit my YouTube channel. Just go ahead and search for the boss class. Yep. Um, you can also visit me on Instagram, Yasin Hall. 
and my Facebook page is my name as well and my fan page. Cool. Well, I will be sure and have links in the show notes to all of those platforms so people can check out the, the different content uh, at their leisure. Um, well, again, Dr. Hall, absolutely a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for coming by this evening. Thank you.
constant single thread Worrying about our own financial pain Small towns go wet But increase coal generates disarray And owners lost much to our display Can't undo far from play That's all for the show today. Thank you so much to Dr. Hall for stopping by and sharing her walk of life. I also want to thank Misha Zarens for the music in today's show. And last but not least, thank you for listening. I also invite you to check out my other show, Pick Up Your Sticks, which is a video game podcast where we explore the idea of why gaming matters. That show can be found on any podcast app. Thanks again for the listen. Have a great week. Stay up. <laughs>